Hello, everyone, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. I'd like to wish everyone a happy Friday. We all made it through a very busy, busy week. You know, you know what today is? Today is a day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time. You know, I'm so excited to start with a new kind of a short journey with you as talking about anger, you know, and how uh, learn to use our words, our mouths wisely at different times uh, when we need to speak up or need to kind of hone it back on what we say. So I find it to be interesting because this seems so, uh, I'm so excited to talk about it because this is, it means personal to me. It hits home close to me as well. And so we're going to start off with a word of prayer, and then let's dive on in. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that you give us a, you give us, you created us to speak words, but we know that we have, um, we use our words not godly. We use our mouths in different kind of ways uh, to maybe belittle someone, bully someone, or to put down somebody so we can look better. I pray that we can use our mouths to glorify your name, to spread the gospel, to allow us to uplift someone that's having a bad day. And we just pray that, you know, we had a wonderful week and that you protected each of the families that are the listeners. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So if you have your Bibles open, we are in Proverbs Chapter 10, verse 19, it states, In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. Wow. Okay, that's a good starter. I'm going to actually reread that again because that's, that's absolutely fantastic. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. And we have James chapter 1, verses 19. It states, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, but slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Last but not least, Proverbs number 18, verse 2, says, A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. Now, how does this correlate with today's messenger? You know, one of the quotes I kind of, you know, I was doing this research and working around and trying to find what to kind of discuss about. This quote came into mind. It states, when words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. And the more we talk, the more we sin. That ought to sober us and cause us to slow down our talking. But many of us talk on. There was a tombstone in an English churchyard. The faint etching read, Beneath the stone a lump of clay lies Arbella Young, who on the 24th of May began to hold her tongue. Far better... If we heed Proverbs 10.19 and begin to hold our tongue while we live, the Bible says in James 1.19 that 
um, that that's what wise people do. We hold our tongue. They are not uh, <clears throat> instant talkers. They talk, of course, but they are quick to hear and slow to speak. So why do we talk too much? You know, why do we have to comment everything that comes out of our mouth? Like we have to always get that last word in. That's for me. This plays a, this is a huge role in my life. You know, I'm always like, always a person that comes back with something. So why? That's what I want to know. Maybe it's nervousness or insecurity. It's our insecurity. But a big reason for excessive talking is pride. We are self-preoccupied, self-centered, and self-enamored. Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. One of my favorite heroes is Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt was a courageous, fearless president with many incredible traits. But like the rest of us, he was one flawed individual. And talking too much was one of those flaws. And one of the uh, biographer uh, Edmund Morris comments, He delights like a schoolboy in parading his knowledge and does so loudly and at such length that less vigorous talkers lapse into weary silence. John Hay once calculated that in a two-hour dinner at the White House, Roosevelt's guests were responsible for only four and a half minutes of conversation. The rest was supplied by the president himself. Wow. That's what you call Sasson 2.0. So... In two, about a two-hour dinner, okay, only four and a half minutes. That was only the guests I spoke. While the other, I think, 60, 100, I think while the other 116 minutes was spoken by Roosevelt himself. Okay, maybe that's not bad. I hope not for you or for any of us. But Theodore Roosevelt it's not the standard. God calls us to be careful, to hold back, to go slow when it comes to talking. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. Most of us get that backwards. We are quick to speak and slow to listen. Words are a great resource. We can do so much good with life-giving words, but words can be abused. One way we abuse words is talk too much and listen too little. In this time of cell phones, emails, and Facebook, Snapchat, and other and social media and technology, uh, the <clears throat> perhaps problem of excessive words is worse than ever. So what is wise people hold their tongues? That's a question I'm going to ponder with you. Why do wise people hold their tongues? And how are you doing at this rare discipline? Holding my tongue, for instance. I am the last person you want to talk about when it comes to this uh, talking about holding my tongue. Because it's the hardest thing for me because holding back my tongue at certain times. Now, it's interesting because when, you're, when you are you know, in a situation where you're 
uh, trying to like in you get pigeonholed in that you don't really know your information, which I've encountered multiple times. I thought I knew what people were talking about, so I would come off talking right away. But I was more worried about making sure that they could hear my opinion than just listening. And it's interesting when we are as brothers and sisters in Christ, we t- we do fall in that category where we are, you know, when we introduce somebody, you know, it's interesting how one of the tips that I hear a lot is, you know, you're there to listen, not to talk. And one way you can, one way a person can listen and what I've been kind of noticing is their eyes. If you look at their eyes and, you know, if they're, they're even their facial structure, you can see that they're trying to come up with words. And so therefore they're not focusing on you. So that's one of my, uh, that's one of my tasks and my challenges for you guys is when somebody comes up to you, don't try not to talk. Now this is going to be a challenge for myself as well. And that hopefully I can hold myself accountable. And if any of you guys are listen, if you, any of you guys are listening or that know of me and stuff, I want you to hold me accountable and ask me, how am I doing on my own challenge? I think that's respectable since we're all brothers and sisters in Christ and we're all on this journey together to heaven. And with this in mind, we're going to close it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you for this new challenge of speak, holding our tongues, listening more, speaking less. We are so blessed that you know you can give us the ability to listen. You gave us two ears, not two mouths. And we just pray that we can hopefully use our both of our ears in a constructive way. Listen before we think or listen before we talk. Think before we talk. And when we do talk to others, to our brothers and sisters, give us the words of encouragement and words of affirmation to encourage somebody on their walk with faith. Give us the encouragement to revive them and encourage them even if they stumble, Lord. Help us to be um, good disciples of you help us to be the light of the world and give us the encouragement and the words to speak out to those who are afraid and sometimes just don't help us to be good listeners I pray that give us I pray that we are good listeners not good talkers because sometimes somebody just needs somebody to listen to so I pray that you give us someone to cross paths where we just listen and give us um, an action of slow to speak. We just pray that we can have a good night's rest and we can just be able to wake up tomorrow morning and continue to worship and be blessed by your majesty and by your beauty in the air and the, just the skyness and the blue, Lord. Give us the strength and the energy to continue the race that you have set before us so that when we cross the finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, may God bless you guys. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line and have a blessed day. Bye.